I'm going to teach you what you need to know not only about color, but about color and your branding, along with how to decide your brand colors all on your own. If you've ever felt like you don't know how to choose your brand colors, yes, I've been there and I'm a graphic designer. If you're wondering if you can choose them because you don't feel educated or confident or because you're not a designer, you're not the only one. If you're about to start a brand or rebrand your current brand or just wanna know if your colors are what they should be, this is for you. Get ready for a crash course on color theory and a deep dive into three main color categories that you absolutely need for your brand. Are you needing help with your brand colors and style guide? I've got you. Get your free cheat sheet linked in the show notes, which goes perfectly with all of the color things you're about to dive into. Thank you for listening today. We're just gonna get right down to it. There's a lot in this episode and it's really a step-by-step. So if you have a chance to listen to the podcast and then also go on my blog and read the corresponding blog post for this, that's really gonna give you the best thing for your buck. But I think listening to it first will help you because that always helps me as well. So step number one, your crash course on color theory. Colors definitely have meaning. If you're choosing them for your brand, you're probably wondering if they're the right ones for what you do and for the audience that you want to attract. And let's be honest, you also really, really want to like the colors. So here's what I've learned over the years. No one picks colors for their brand that they absolutely hate, but they do sometimes pick colors that do not resonate or connect or convey as intended. And you're probably thinking, does color really have this kind of power? And yeah, it's been proven over and over again that it does. If you want to attract a woman that loves flowers and growing them and creating arrangements with her hands, she probably has a group of colors that speak to her the most. If you're trying to get the attention of a guy that enjoys running and making smoothies for breakfast, he also has a color palette that he's drawn to. Of course, people are different, and I'm a big believer that statistics and data can be useful, but they can swing one way or the other based on the individual. And I know this from personal experience. So bottom line, you're going to want to choose colors that attract the kind of people that you want to work with or that you want to buy from you, and you're going to want to stand out. As you go on your color journey, check out the resources linked in the blog post that goes along with this episode at designwithclarissa.com blog. I linked a beginner's guide to color theory, some info on the color or the meaning of color, and a helpful graphic on the psychology of colors. Remember, don't get overwhelmed with this step. Just skim, take note, maybe repeat, and move on to step number two, which is pull from your brand messaging. To start off with this step, Pull out your brand vision, values, tagline, if you have them formed already. If not, just start by answering the simple question. What do you want your customers to walk away feeling when they've encountered your product or service or have worked with you in any way? Pick three words that describe what your brand is or what you want it to be. Not physically what you do, but the feelings that you want people to have when they buy from you, like confidence or clarity or creativity. You can also do this if you already have your brand vision and values and tagline formed. So jot down all your ideas and keep them next to you as you go through this process. Step three, gather inspiration. Using your knowledge of color theory that you just looked up, and your three words and your brand messaging, you can start to create sort of an inspiration bank for your brand colors. Ask yourself, what colors speak to your brand and what you want it to convey? 
So there's a process I'm gonna walk you through now that goes along with this step, but just so that it's not confusing, I'll use step A, B, and C rather than one, two, three, because those are for the main steps. These are kind of like sub steps of gathering inspiration. Step A, you're gonna wanna create a Pinterest board of colors that you like. Pin 10 to 15 images just to start imagining what your own brand colors could look like. And if you don't like Pinterest, you're not on it, that's totally fine too. Just use Google to search for color palette and either screenshot what you like to your phone or put them in a folder on your desktop. Step B, review them. Do you notice any similarities in the color choices in these palettes that you're picking? Are they mainly bright or muted? Are they mostly green or orange or another color? Take note of the similarities, which will tell you what you gravitate towards and give you a good idea of the colors that you're gonna like for your brand. Step C, now pick 10 to 15 more images, but this time intentionally choose colors based on your knowledge of color theory and more intentionally about your brand, the feeling that you want your brand to convey and your brand messaging. And then step D, after you've done all of that, review again. Look for similarities in the 20 to 30 images that you have. Drag and drop the ones that you notice that you keep coming back to into a different folder or a different board or make notes on your pins of the colors that you keep coming back to. So that's it for gathering inspiration. On to the next step, which is step four, competitor analysis. After you gather your own inspiration, but before you firmly decide on your color palette, I encourage you to do some research on your competitors. You don't wanna copy your competitor or choose colors that are too similar to what they're already using. You do wanna stand out in the sea of whatever it is that you're offering. That's not to say that you can't use blue if they are using blue, but know your competitor's branding will help you clarify your own color direction. Take notes of the colors that they use in their logo, their website, and social media. Now, step five, choose your first color. <laughs> if you've completed all of the steps and made it this far, I'm confident you have a grasp on your color situation and can begin picking your color palette for your brand. In all, plan to pick two to six colors, but no more and definitely no less. I'm sure you're asking why, here it is. You want at least two so that you have some variety. I mean, just one color is not enough. In my book, three to four colors are ideal and any more than six will make your brand just too much in my opinion. There might be instances where your brand might call for it in certain cases, but it's definitely not, you're not gonna use more than six colors on a daily basis within your brand. Trust me on this one, less is more. Now. Go back to your Pinterest boards or images in the folder on your desktop or on your phone and choose just one, just one. Pick the color that you love the most or that speaks to you the most or better yet, pick the one that after all of that color theory and research and deep thinking that you just did, pick the one that you feel best suits your brand and the audience that you want to attract. Just choose one. You can always change your mind later. And honestly, I think picking the first color is the hardest part of the whole palette picking process. Don't worry about signing it a name like primary, secondary color, anything like that. There's a reason for this, I promise. There's only three more steps left to go. We are on step number six now. Choose your second color and beyond. With that first color choice in hand, head over to Google or Pinterest or my personal favorite, coolers.co. It's kind of like colors only, I'll just spell it, C-O-O-L-O-R-S dot co coolers.co i love this app it's a great way to explore color combinations and help you choose ones that go well together it's free there's also paid plans and i use it constantly <laughs> 
You can start from scratch and have it help you choose colors based on your preferences, or you can start with one color like I'm suggesting here. Enter the color codes in for that and have it help you decide your color combinations that complement your first color choice. Again, this is not an ad, I just really love it. You're gonna want to find two to five colors that quote, go with your first color choice. You're welcome to choose more than two, but like I said, no more than six for a really consistent brand. Choosing your color palette can be intimidating, but really the best tip I have is to just start. You can change your mind later, and if it helps, you can also grab a few extra color co choices to plan to narrow down after you've had some time to think. Second to last step number seven, the 60, 30, 10 color rule. So I know this rule is used in interior decorating, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that's adopted it for branding, but it really does work. This rule just means that most of the time, 60% of the time, you're using your primary color. 30% of the time, you're using your secondary color, and 10% of the time, you're using your call to action color. Side note, in case you were curious, a call to action or CTA is just a term used in marketing for when you're asking someone to do something like download a freebie or purchase a product or book a call. It's usually presented on your website as a colored button and it gives some sort of direction like start here or buy now. Your CTA color is the one that you're gonna use most sparingly of all your color categories. This is because you want it to stand out so that people notice and don't just skip over it. If you have a color that you're using for everything, your CTA isn't really going to stand out. Oftentimes your call to action color is the bright one or the one that gets the most attention in your palette, but this isn't necessarily always the case. For example, if you use mostly gray and navy with some bright pink in your palette, well, pink would be your call to action color and pink just so happens to be the boldest and brightest. However, if you plan to use mostly gray and bright pink with just some navy, then navy is going to be your call to action color. Even though navy is not necessarily the brightest color in this palette, it will stand out more in the sea of gray and bright pink. So this is how the 60-30-10 color rule comes into play. You really want your CTA color to stand out and be used only 10% of the time so that when you do use it, it gets noticed. It's this whole thing with color and the eye catching it. To see some examples of how this rule can be put into action, click the blog post linked in the description of this episode. So this is it, step eight. You guessed it, assign your colors a category. This is the last step, I promise. I said you could choose your color palette, but I didn't say it would be a short process. This is really just like a workshop podcast episode. There are three main categories. You probably could guess them. Primary color, secondary color, and call to action or CTA color. For the sake of this exercise, let's say you have three final brand colors chosen, one to each, one to assign to each category. To start, you'll wanna choose which one's gonna be your CTA. We talked about this extensively already, so we're just gonna say that you've done that. What's your CTA color? And move on to assign your two remaining colors as your secondary and primary options. For these two, there's really no hard and fast rules, but from experience, I can tell you that more than likely, these are gonna be you know, your warm colors or your more neutral ones, especially your primary color might be a more neutral or, or muted or just the one that's the easiest on the eye to see a lot of. This isn't always the case, but a lot of the time. 
If you think about it, when you look at orange next to green, although I would say both of these could be pretty loud colors depending on how you use them, you're going to be able to look at green more than orange just because green is just easier on the eye. In this case, I would assign green as my primary color and orange as my secondary color. There are some examples in the blog post, so go ahead and check that out as well. The main point I want to make as we wrap things up here finally is that you don't need to be a designer to pick your brand colors and here's why. You can learn about color theory. You can implement the strategies that we talked about. You can gather inspiration, determine what you're drawn to, pull from your brand messaging. You can also observe your competitors and decide how you want to be different. You can use the tips and tools I've already mentioned to help you decide your color palette and implement the 60-30-10 rule. And you can assign each color to a category. And you can always change your mind and revamp everything later. I'll let you in on a little secret. Nine times out of 10, I as the designer do not choose colors for a client's logo or brand. I don't know if that surprises you or not, but honestly, they usually come to me with colors in mind and I help them hone in on the exact shades or tints and pairings of colors to use to complete their palette. But I usually don't ever, I don't think I've ever started from scratch with a client. They usually have in mind a few, one or two colors that they want to use and I just help them complete their palette. So if you're ready to get started, take it to the top, follow these steps starting at number one. This is really all you need to go through the process of choosing your brand colors. It's how I do it. And once you've gone through these steps, I'm confident that you'll have a palette that you can plug into your style guide. Do you need help with other elements of your style guide? I've got a free cheat sheet linked for you in the show notes. Are you looking for more content on branding or graphic design? You can subscribe to this podcast and also to my newsletter to be the first to get my content waiting for you in your inbox. You'll also be the first to know when I come out with anything new. Thank you for listening and supporting my podcast. I appreciate all the shares and feedback that I can get. You can always find me on Instagram at designwithclarissa or my website designwithclarissa.com. Until next time, have fun choosing your brand color palette.